What's this? Could it be? Another erotic episode of It Crept from the 80s with your host, The Seavage? Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome. This is, a, this is another fun size bit episode of It Crept from the 80s here in my quarantine. Pandemically erotic, this episode is. Oh, here. Here. Let me get my refreshingly natural polar, 100% natural <laughs> seltzer black cherry. Zero calories, no sugar, nothing. Mm. Mm. Straight from the seltzer falls of Sheboygan. Yeah. Uh, so, we do have a specific topic to talk about. But first, I wanted to go into a few uh, new pickups or, or things that came into the house hall, if you will. I don't know. We, we haven't really been going anywhere. We've been doing a lot of online shopping, the missus and I. And, um, you know, we're trying to, trying to fight off that disease. You know what I'm talking about. So stay safe. Stay inside. I was already reprimanded for going to get some cookies when I should not have. But, uh, anyway... So, um, this recently came in. <clears throat> this is to add to my uh, Super 7 Filmation um, uh, original uh, style He-Man figures, Masters of the Universe. And this is their Buzz Off. So it's the cartoon accurate Buzz Off. Beautiful. Beautiful. That is going to go with the collection. Oh, man. I, I can't... I tell you, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm um, staying in that... that vein of the Masters of the Universe vein. These are the... Masters of the Universe classic Filmation 2.0 figures. Um... And I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna collect these, and I'm certainly not going to leave them in their packaging. I'm not a big fan of the packaging, and it's just, it just takes up so much room. And I want to play with them. I want to pose them. Uh, I want to put them in real sensual situations, and, you know. Uh, but I love the horde, um, the main She-Ra villains, uh, far more than I do. Uh, Skeletor and, and Beastman and those guys. But I love those guys. Those guys are cool. You know, actually the lackeys are cooler than Skeletor as far as I'm concerned. The, 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 the main, I guess, overall aura of, of Skeletor is cool and, and his look and everything. It's just the way he was portrayed in, in the original series is so funny and silly and off the wall and bonkers and he's, he can't be taken seriously. Um... Certainly to a almost 43-year-old <laughs> like myself. And I like Goofy, believe me. So I appreciate his silly, absurd side. Um, but as far as a dope, sweet-looking villain who's going to wreck some shit, I prefer Hordak. Um, and the Evil Horde. So I picked up, uh, thanks to Justice Curry, I got a really great deal on these two. Um, I picked up Grizzlor, the Filmation cartoon style Grizzlor and he is definitely coming out of the box uh, Mantena 
yes, yes. Um, and then, I don't know if you guys know this, I've probably talked about uh, this guy and his company several different times. Um, I've gotten a few things from him throughout the years, and he offers a great amount of super cool, red, now nostalgia stuff. Um, and his name is 8-Bit Zombie. And he has shirts and uh, pins and, and, you know, stickers and all sorts of hats and whatnot and things like that. But he also created his own uh, Masters-style action figure called Thrashor. Um, and he's been, you know, he's sold them a couple times, uh, but he recently had a couple um, that he had... And he wanted to get, he wanted to sell because of the whole, you know, listen, it's, it's, it's uh, tough times out there, you know. Artists like myself who are making movies or making whatever you're making, is, this, is, this is how you're getting money, folks. Um, and I'll talk about that a little later. But So I picked up the Thrashor Thrasho Lantern. Um, it was opened but it's okay because I'm going to open it anyway but I tell you I really don't want to because I love the packaging uh, so I'm going to keep the packaging and display it uh, and open up Thrasher Lantern but I just I think it's so cool that he was able to do this um, I think it would be rad to do Warlock and LBP characters in the He-Man style that would be so awesome if somebody wanted to get a hold of me and, and, and you know put that together but so that's 8-Bit Zombie online, look uh, Instagram, his website, his store, his Facebook, everything 8-Bit Zombie is so, so rad, um, like-minded spirit, um, he's proud, I believe he's the same age as me, uh, mid-40s, um, but he knows what's up, he's, he's got the, the look, the style, the magic, I don't know, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Thrashore. Add that to the collection. Also picked up uh, the Bill and Ted cereal. The original cereal box. Um, couldn't pass it up. It was only 10 bucks. I used to eat this cereal. <laughs> um, and it'll go well because I'm recollecting my Bill and Ted stuff. The Kenner stuff that I had in the early 90s. So. That's up there. And then, I think I've mentioned before, but I, you know, all of us kids who grew up in that time, we, we loved the TV Guide. Um, loved circling all the things that we wanted to watch during the day, during the night, during the weekends, whatever it was. Uh, we loved the ads in it. We loved seeing the Saturday morning preview ads and everything. Uh, so, I have been recollecting 80s TV Guides and reading them, uh, and getting swept up in it, and feeling the nostalgia, and really, really feeling that, man. It, it's, it's a, you know, like most of this stuff, it truly is like a, a, a time machine back to your favorite, favorite decade, and TV Guide is no exception. And so I got a new, I got a new issue in the April 1985 issue, TV Guide, with the Keaton family. Um, and there's some good stuff in here. <laughs> Great stuff. You know, the lineup was solid. I, 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 you know, I should go through here and, and uh, make my list of things I need to watch. 
the good old days. They don't make them like they used to, you know what I'm saying? No, they don't. No, they don't. Mm. So if you guys got a line on some 80s TV guides, let me know, because I want to I wanna get a, a whole bunch of them. So now we're going to talk about the, this, these, the main subject at hand. And these little fun-sized bit episodes uh, are just really focused episodes, um, little nuggets of, of whatever it is, movies, TV shows, um, toys, you know, comics, whatever it is very specific um, to what I loved and what I grew up with and um, this is another one of those toy lines that um, not too many people know when I'm talking about it. Um, I'm far more than say Bionic 6 or something like that that I've mentioned um, but I'm talking about Sectors. Sectors uh, was a Coleco toy from 1985 and it was very short-lived, um, but for the time that it was here, they did put out a really nice collection of merchandise. And I had a lot of the toys, if not all of them, because it, it really, it was very, it was a lot, but it was condensed. It, it wasn't like He-Man, and it wasn't like real Ghostbusters or any of that, where there's five different series of the main line and then they go off on these weird tangents and come up with all these ridiculous characters. This was this was a core group um, and they came from the, the planet Symbion and uh, you know they were there was a explosion of of mutagen and science and the insects morphed with the creatures of the the land and blah 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 and created sectors and uh, I loved them, you know. Most people always say, yeah, I remember that cartoon. Well, I guess there was only like five episodes, and it wasn't like a big, it was like a mini-series, really. Um, and I saw everything else, like the toys and the merchandise, before I even saw the episodes, and that was because I, I rented it and just was like, oh, a cartoon, you know. But it was mostly just merchandising that I saw. So there was coloring books and sticker books and, you know, things of that nature. And the toys, oh, and I, the comic books, um, and it was a, I mean, Marvel Comics did it, and it's only like, I believe it's only eight, nine issues, um, and I have most of the issues, but sectors, here they are. Um, these guys were just really cool. Uh, they were bigger, they were like about as big as the, um... Thundercats toys, uh, which were big, you know, when you're growing up in the 80s and you're playing with G.I. Joe, you're playing with Kenner's Star Wars, you're playing with um, He-Man, like when you get these Thundercats, you get these Sectors, uh, even to uh, a little extent, you know, some of the creatures and characters in the real Ghostbusters line, they were just bigger, cooler, and, and real dope to play with, and they were just like towering over the other figures. Uh, the mask, certainly the mask figures from Kenner. Um, but I loved them. I just loved how gross and, and gnarly they looked. And uh, one of my favorite things about Sectors were the beasts that they rode. Um, I've talked about this before, but I loved the shtick of 
basically putting your hand through the creature itself, the toy itself, and your fingers were the, were the legs of the creature, right? And the creature was up here, and it had wings, or it was a different type of insect or whatever, and then your sectors, Dargon or Spydrax or whoever they were, would, would sit on top, and you would... And you had batteries, and it would, like, flip the the wings around and everything, and they were just really cool, and I loved them. Um, and I had probably three of the bigger ones, and I want to say almost all of the actual regular figures. Which is crazy, because, like, they definitely were more expensive than your normal figures. Um, yeah, I'm thinking back, man, it's like... They would always, you know, parents and <laughs> would always complain about the prices of these figures back then. And, and I guess I could get it. I guess I, I, I get it for these types of figures. You know, when you're usually paying 2 to $3 for the, the regular figures, and then you end up paying like 7 to $10 for whatever it was, $15 for the main biggies, $20, what have you. Um, but yeah, man, I just... I just think it's one of those toys I don't know why it didn't catch on uh you know it's it's weird to think back at all the toys that did stay stick around and the ones that didn't um because to me sectors was like ripe for like a whole army right you know they could have had that oh and I remember there was a, a catalog uh, where it showed you, like, a what's to come, right, for Sectors. And there was a Series 2. There was even a Sectors, uh, like, Big Wheel and shit like that. And we didn't get any of those Wave 2. Like, the line was just gone. And I, you know, as a kid, I don't... I just remember it being like, well, on to the next toy, because that's how it was. It was just so, like... We were constantly being bombarded with magic, like all the time, you know? There was craziness all the time coming at us kids, and we were eating it up, you know? But Sector seems like a line that really should have stuck around, especially the, the playset, the Hive. I never had the Hive. In fact, I didn't know anybody other than this kid, Nathan, who had a lot of the, the bigger playsets, right? And... I think he had the hive. Maybe him or Greg Martin or... I don't know. But some one of my friends had the hive and I always had to bring stuff over to play with it. Um, yeah, I never had the hive. And like looking at it as an adult, it definitely... Like... It's a, it isn't as well put together as Castle Greyskull, Boulder Hill, you know, Ewok Village even. It's very... It's kind of a shell of this plastic, almost like a Ben Cooper style <laughs> mask shell with some stuff on the front that you can do, but in the back it's just like not much to it. Um, and like now it goes for so much money. I, I, I wouldn't even pay for it, you know? I would rather make my own sort of scenario own sim, sim, <laughs> symbion village 
uh, out of like paper mache and stuff like that or whatever then then you know pay what people are asking for that thing uh, but it certainly was cool and as a kid I wanted it you know um, so I've been trying to recollect sectors and for the most part it's not that bad uh, especially if you get lots um, and I'm looking into lots a lot because I only I only have five sectors and recently you know three of those were gifted to me by uh, who that whale a fan of the channel Michael um, which was awesome but um, yeah I always say that I want the you know I want loose and carded and that's never gonna happen but I would love at least one carded sectors and the boxes were different the boxes were bigger and then certainly for the the creatures uh, that you rode that they rode were were bigger and those go for you know three hundred dollars on eBay but the others aren't too bad but the lease I mean, so the loose stuff really isn't too terrible, um, so it can be accomplished. It's I guess finding them complete is going to be rough here and there, but again, I, I've been looking at the the sectors lots just to see if I can get like a a good chunk of them um, with the beasts. I want those beasts, man. Those beasts were so dope. But there is a small toy company run by one dude, uh, Zyka Toys, and he announced a couple years ago that he was going to bring back the Sectors line. Sectors, by the way, was co-created by Tim Clark, and Tim Clark created the Boglins for Mattel, and he worked with the Jim Henson Company and worked on so many of the, the Henson Company puppets and movies and whatnot, and the Muppets and uh, huge, huge Hanson Muppet everything fan, you know. Um, so it was cool, you know, growing up to find out that one of the original Muppeteers created these dope toys. Uh, and it kind of, and it makes sense, you know, when you think about those toys, these specific toys. But uh, so Zyka Toys said that they were going to be bringing Sectors back. But in the three and three quarters scale figures, like G.I. Joe, like Star Wars, what have you. And they were kickstarting it. And I was just like, oh my god, I gotta I followed the production of it. And it you know, it took a while, but um I just wanted to get at least Spydrax and Dargon at first, because I wanted to see them, I wanted to uh you know, test it out. So, I just got those two. And boy, <laughs> I mean, I am, it's one of those things where I should have, and I probably will, but I want to open these so bad and play with them, but they look so good packaged that these two, at least, I am not going to open. Uh, so, I might have to to buy them again just so that I can open them and play with them. And, and there's more. You can get an army. You can build an army with with the figures and it's got some of the lieutenants and whatnot. But the main men, man. Spydrax and Dargon. Look at these. 
Zyka Toys, my god. These guys are so rad. Dargon right here. And they come with a bunch of accessories. They just look so good. I mean, such a good job. <laughs> uh, Dargon of the Shining Realm. Spydrax of the Dark Domain. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm not. T I'm gonna just display these, and I will get myself uh, some some to take out and play with, and to pose and create create scenarios. <laughs> but they're great. The prices are fantastic for these. They're only twenty dollars each. Um, but and man, they're worth it. They just look so good, so detailed. All the accessories, everything. I'm just super happy with these. And I think I think I'll have them remain unpunched. Hmm? But man, sectors. That's another one, folks. Another one down. Another another favorite Seavage eighties thing. You know? And again, I don't, I don't know the full story of all these things that I love. I'm not one of those guys. There's plenty of that on the internet. I just come to you with my memories, with my, with my personal thoughts on the things and, and the whatnots and the this and that's of the 1980s, and my experience with those things and, and being a 40-something now and loving them to this day. So, please, do yourself a favor. <laughs> If you have that magical spark and remembrance of the sectors, then don't fight that feeling. Let it well up. Let it make you as well want to seek out some sectors and look at, play with, display once again and give you that magical nostalgic love juice. <laughs> I want it on my face, on my breast, on my belly. I want it all over. That's right, friends. So thank you for joining me on this pandemically erotic episode of Equip from the 80s. We'll see you again very soon. Please? Please? Oh, don't fry me. <laughs>